Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Previously on In the President's Service. I called the college. Your sister isn't there. She's on a geology field trip. Can you tell me who's meeting me in Little Rock? An FBI agent named George Wheeler. So many people who come here never say anything. If they could speak, I wouldn't be able to use them. They are mute, Emma. Parker and Sullins did their jobs perfectly. When can we move him? In a few hours. You must be Helen Meeker. I'm guessing you want to head for that park right away. Excuse me, Sheriff. We're looking for a group of students from Washita College. I'll be happy to do what I can. Right after I get old Jed squared away. Based on The Dark Pool, the second book in the series by best-selling author Ace Collins, The Long Highway Players proudly present In the President's Service, Episode 10, Take It to the Bank. Outside the secret laboratory complex in Illinois, Frederick Bauer watches as two large, swarthy men load a body wrapped in a canvas cloth into a sedan. When do you need him in New York? By five in the afternoon. He's got to be outside of Albany. I know we talked about a later arrival time, but things are moving faster than I figured they would. They're transporting our man tomorrow night. You got that, Mr. James? Yes, sir. The address of the safe house is in the packet I gave you. So is half the cash. I don't have to remind you of the price you'll pay if you fail me. You've made that clear every time we've worked together. We haven't failed you yet. Clearly not, or you wouldn't be standing here. Now, listen closely. There will be two men in the safe house. You'll call them Smith and Jones. They'll say you must be James and Franks. If you don't hear those names, they are not the right men. Got it? Uh Uh-huh. After the introductions, you will say a sentence that includes the words Boston Red Sox. Then they'll say something about Babe Ruth, and you'll answer with a phrase that includes the words worst trade ever. You mess up on any of that, they will kill you instantly. No questions asked. If they mess up, you kill them. And then call me for further instructions. That's a lot of checks and balances, Mr. Bauer. That's the way it has to be. The FBI and the Secret Service are in on this now. We can't take the chance that they've captured Smith and Jones and substituted decoys. (laughs) Are their real names actually Smith and Jones? Is your real name James? And is your partner's real name Franks? I don't care what their names are and I don't want to know, but I do know where to find them if I need to get rid of them. Now... If all of the passwords are delivered perfectly, you turn 
your package over to them, and that's the end of your job. Wish all the jobs you gave us were this simple. Getting the package to the destination in less than 24 hours won't be simple. Oh, yes, it will. We have a plane waiting on the outskirts of Springfield right now. We'll get there in plenty of time. And who is the pilot? Can you trust him? I'm the pilot, and it's my plane. As far as the feds are concerned, I'm delivering materials to an industrial plant in New York. Just to be sure it looks right, I picked up a shipment of radio tubes in St. Louis this morning that has to be in New York tomorrow. No worries. Just to make sure no one sees our package. Now get going, I have unfinished business elsewhere. Ellen Meeker, Agent Wheeler, and Sheriff Faulkner have driven to the Sheriff's Office in Moralton, Arkansas. The Sheriff tries to reason with a clearly agitated man who has been arrested for public drunkenness. They're back, I tell you. They want their money and I don't have it. Two of them held a gun on me today. You have to believe me. Take it easy, Jed. I, I, I wanted to give them their money. I really did. But we ran out. They trusted me, Paul, and I failed them. They won't let me forget it. They'll never leave me alone. Never! Jed, hang on a second. Maybe this will help. Some music should take your mind off of things. <laughs> I don't know. What am I going to... That's it, Jed. Just relax and enjoy. Miss Meeker, Agent Wheeler, let's give Jed the room. Jed was the president and owner of State Bank when the Depression hit. Right after Christmas back in 30, there was a run on the bank. He kept paying people until there was no cash left. Most of his customers got back on their feet, but Jed never did. He spent some time in a mental hospital, but after he was released, he kept having the worst kinds of nightmares. Started drinking almost nonstop. But he won't ever forgive himself, drunk or sober. What kind of nightmares does he have? Mostly about a family coming into the bank with their three little kids and their grandmother asking for their money. That family was the Bakers. Jed couldn't give them their savings back, so they headed to California to find work. Never made it that far, though. They were all killed in a traffic accident in Oklahoma. When Jed got the news, he fell apart. He even tried to kill himself. Music is about all that calms him down these days. I could have sworn he hadn't had a drink in months, but it looks like he fell off the wagon. Sheriff, we need to find out if anyone in town saw the missing students. You know, that old bank building just down the block? It looks pretty much the same as it did on the day of the run. No one ever bought it. I mean, what can you do with a bank building? Jed still has the keys to the place. Goes into the vault, gets down on his hands and knees, trying to find money. And he keeps seeing the bakers? No, sometimes he sees two men with guns. No one ever held a gun on him in real life. Guess he's just slipping deeper into the fantasy world he calls home. It's just sad. Sheriff, you say these episodes are triggered by alcohol. I was standing right next to him in there. I didn't smell any liquor on his breath. So what? Let me try something. I'll be right back. Mr. Tanner, my name is Helen. Did you go to the bank tonight? Not tonight. Earlier today. And was the Baker family there? No. 
got some new customers this time. I guess they wanted to open an account. I told them we couldn't help them. Tried to direct them to the National Bank, but they never said a word. Did they have any guns? Two of them did, and one of them tried to shoot me. But when he pulled the trigger, the gun didn't fire. And then what happened? They shoved me into the safe with the others. What others, Mr. Tanner? The others! An older guy and four youngsters. Two girls and two boys. You were locked in the vault. How did you get away? Uh, 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 Jed, what uh, happened to the other people? Do you know where they went? Um, the two men with guns came into the vault with us. One of them kept his gun pointed right at me. The other one started beating up the kids. I wanted him to stop. And then I realized I could make him stop. And it was easy, too. Jed, how did you stop the man from beating on the kids? <laughs> I snuck out of the vault and closed the door. But it didn't work. Even after I shut it, they were still in my head. <laughs> they won't leave me alone! You locked them in the safe? Yes. <laughs> Sheriff! George! <laughs> What's up, Helen? The students and the man who took them there are locked in the bank vault. We have to get them out before they run out of air. Jed? Jed! You have to open the vault. I can't. I don't know the combination. They changed it after the bank went bust. Sheriff, is that true? Afraid so. And the man who changed it died three years ago. Nobody knows how to open that vault. My lord. They were real people. And I killed them. I killed them! Thank God Jed had a key to this place. At least we got inside. I don't suppose there's any power in here. Let me try the switch. Wow, look at this place. Back in the day, it must have been really impressive. Yep, we're pretty proud of it. People from seven counties did their business here. The city still pays the electric bill. After all, we're still trying to find a buyer for this place. Gentlemen, not to be a wet blanket, but the people Jed was talking about have been in the vault for at least six hours. Oh yes, of course. The vault's through the main room and to your right. Look, complimentary calendars for 1929 there on the counter. Yep, and over there is Jed's old office. Still has his name on the door. There's the vault! Sure looks big enough. Bigger than my office on the inside. When I was a kid, I thought I could hold all the money in the world. That's good. It means more air for the people inside. Allison! Can you hear me? They can't hear you. The door and the walls are almost two feet thick. And no one knows the combination? Not anyone who's still alive. And there's not a locksmith in the state who could open this thing in time. Drills would wear out too quick. Sheriff, you said the vault was bigger than your office? Yeah, maybe half again as big. Okay, uh... My guess is 
They have enough air in there for another seven to ten hours. How do you know that? At the academy, they actually lectured us about people locked in an airtight room. I learned how to calculate air capacity. Okay, that buys us some time. Maybe the people who made this safe could tell us how to open it. Well, the manufacturer was in San Francisco, but they're out of business now. There's got to be something we can do. Maybe some dynamite? No, that might just Wait! Blow. Sheriff, is your office unlocked? Sure is. I guess I should have locked it when we came here. No, that's a good thing. You stay here and try to come up with something. I'm going to go back to the office and make a phone call. Hi, this is Ace Collins. I hope you're enjoying listening to the long Highway Players production of my book, The Dark Pool. If you'd like to find out more about the adventures of Helen Meeker, please check out all the novels that are a part of the In the President's Service series. You can find them at my website, www.acecollins.com. And you can purchase The Dark Pool or any of the other novels in the In the President's Service series on Amazon in both print and ebook formats. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Happy reading and happy listening. Miss Meeker, do you know what time it is? Agent Collins, I need to talk to Stan. Stan who? Stan, the guy who tried to pick the lock at the Continental Bank on March 5th. Stan Wise? He's in the city jail right now, thanks to you and Reese. I know, but there are some people trapped in a locked bank vault, and I need someone like him to get them out. My sister is with them. Is it a time lock? No. The bank closed back in 29, and there's nobody that knows the combination. We've got to get that thing open, or seven people will die. Okay. Miss Meeker, even if Stan Weiss could handle the job, he couldn't get there in time. I know that, but he might know someone in this area who could. But how? I'm at the sheriff's office in Moralton, Arkansas. The number is Madison 46551. Have Stan call me right away. All right. I'll get to the jail and roust him out. And one more thing. Just in case Stan doesn't know anyone good in Arkansas or Oklahoma, call your office and get them digging through the files to find me a safe cracker. I'll do my best. Hang tight. Come on. Come on. Why doesn't he call? Helen Minker? Long distance call from the Washington, D.C. City Jail. Put it through. Miss Meeker, this is Sam Weiss. Agent Collins told me what's going on. He said if I help you, I can get a break in my sentence. Is that true? I can make that happen, Stan. All right, then. Collins said no one knows the combination to the vault and the company that made it out of business. Is that right? That's right. Was the company located in San Francisco? Yes. How did you know? Safety Lock is the only major safe maker that's not in business anymore. They went under in 33. The machines were hard to crack. Guys like me ate them. Does that mean you can't help me? No, I didn't say that. I could open it for you, but it would take me at least an hour. Even if I got on a plane right now. I couldn't get to where you are in time. Well, is there anyone in this area who could do the job? Only one I know of. His name's Casper Light. 
call him Fingers. He's serving a 20-year stretch in Malvern. That's about three hours from you. He's got a lot of talent, but he's as mean as a snake. Don't ever turn your back on him. Okay. Thank you, Sam. I'll see you get an early release. Thank you, Miss Maker. With the characters in air, there's no telling how much longer I'll last in the joint. Miss Maker? Agent Collins, I need you to get to the prison to transport Casper Light here to crack open that vault. I'll do what I can. You can't drag your feet on this. Seven people will die if we don't get them out by six o'clock. Miss Maker, just a second. What? I might be able to spring light from Malvern. Might, I say. But that's just the first step. What if I can't get him to you in time? And what if he can't get that thing open? Another risk we'll have to take. Agent, just do your best. Call me at this number in one hour. I'm going back to the bank to tell Wheeler and Faulkner what's going on. Roger that, Miss Meeker. Talk in an hour. You have been listening to Episode 10 from In the President's Service. Our story was adapted for podcasts by Michael Messner, who also directed this production. Performers included Allison Johnson, Andrew Sargent, Art Shingler, Chris Phipps, Gary Clausen, Lance Rodriguez, Lindsay Morgan, Max Sullivan, Michael Tucker, Nancy Moran, Rachel Miller, Riley Hunsaker, Scott Holsclaw, and Steph Garcia. Also appearing were the author and the director. Theme music by Alex Productions Creative Commons. The executive producer was Nancy Messner. This is Laura Brandt. Thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.